This is Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Broadcasting live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Major breaking news out of Chicago. Good Karma Brands and the Chicago Bears have reached agreement to make ESPN Chicago the exclusive new home of the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears, a charter franchise, and Good Karma Brands, one of the most iconic brands out there, now in partnership in a deal that will send reverberations across the NFL. And you thought it was going to be another trade, huh? Are you blown? Are you blown away? Come on, tell me you're not blown away. Or, or it's going to be some trip yeah. somewhere, you know? Hey, we're going to Las Vegas. Uh, like that. We'll do that again soon. I am pleased to announce that ESPN Chicago and Good Karma Brands is your future home of the Chicago Bears. Bears. 2023 and on, my friend. Yeah, starting next year, uh, we are beyond excited to make the announcement. It's been a long time coming, a long time in the works from people behind the scenes uh, that are part of our great team here. People whose pay grade is just a little higher than ours, yeah, but right, uh, they put in a lot of work over the. Takes a lot of time from the uh, oh, for the oak tree to cut, be, go from being an acorn in the ground yeah. to be a mighty oak, and it yeah. took that much time for this deal to get done, and then to be cut down and uh, made into a barrel for bourbon, which is really the yeah, uh, which the is the essence of it, it takes all. A long time yeah, for all that to happen. Yeah, it's the essence of it all. A lot of work goes into it, but um, we're here at Dave and Buster's today. We're going to be here the rest of the day, so come by and see us. We're right at Hawthorne Mall in Vernon Hills. That's why we're up here. It, uh, the cat's out of the bag now. It's out of the bag. And like I said, we're just uh, ecstatic that we are partnering with the Bears going forward and that we will be their radio home um, from here on out starting with the 2023 season. Uh, you can't see it on Twitch. I feel like we should turn the, the Twitch camera around, you know, and start. Uh, everybody's here. So um, I'm going to pass it uh, the mic. Waddle, grab this mic real quick. Tommy. Check, one, Tommy two, Waddle's check. here. It's not crosstalk yet. We'll crosstalk with the guys later. But we have... I think everybody on air, all the talent is here, and we just kind of want to go around the room and talk about how excited we are, um, how much we're looking forward to the future, uh, what it means for us and for this company that we're a part of now to be partnering with the Bears. Tommy, you played for him. Uh, you're the only one up here that can say that. Yurko comes awfully close, but never a Bear. But uh, he used to whip our ass. Yeah, when he Green did. Would come to town. He did. Yeah. But I mean, my brother was a bear. Yeah, that's your Merck was a bear. But my brother was a bear. You know, you saw you, Tommy naked in the hot tub. You or your brother? My brother. I saw him in the naked in the hot tub a couple weeks. Oh, ago. I'm not that's shocked. more on There's that still later. Time. Yeah. I'm not more on that later. Even anytime soon. That's right. Do they have a hot tub in here. I think they do in the back. The adult right. only section at Dave and Buster's. You, what do you feel, kid? Have said it for a long time about what the organization means to you, and that you know you made this your home when you were done playing and all that you've accomplished uh, in radio and in this market, in this medium, on, on radio and TV. So I'll turn it over to you to let you yeah, talk about I, what I, it means. I think I feel the same way as, as everybody else. Uh, tremendous pride and excitement and optimism about what the future holds. Uh, I believe, you know, every day that I was blessed to be able to play for the Charter franchise for six years. Wish it would have lasted longer, but it, it didn't. But uh, it was a special experience for me. Uh, being part of the alumni, I'm sure the good kid can talk about being a part of the alumni of an NFL franchise. It's a brotherhood, so you still feel that bond. 
But now I feel like I've joined the team again. And it's, you've come full circle. And to be part of what, what's going forward is it's really special. Um, look, we all know this is a very, very big sports town. But I think that the Chicago Bears are the crown jewel. It's a football yeah. town from my perspective. So um, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Uh, a huge thank you, obviously, to the Bears who are willing to take this uh, step forward with us and create this relationship. But more importantly, a great thank you to um, our boss and owner, Craig and Keith and Danny. I know Danny, this has been a passion of his, mm-hmm. Danny Zetterman. So, and to everyone that's been involved, um, thank you for, for making this you know, a reality. And I think as we go forward as a station, I think we all feel very excited about what we've got going on in the future for all of us. And, and I think the same is true for this Bears team. Uh, I know this is an emotional day because of this new partnership, but I do think this team's pointed in the right direction, both on the field and off. So uh, I think that this is uh, a day to be happy, a, a, a day to celebrate. And as great as, and as blessed as we feel, I hope the Bears feel the same way because they're joining a great team too. So I uh, couldn't be more thrilled that this has happened and looking forward to uh, – a great partnership with the Charter franchise. Well said, Sylvie. You covered the team. Um, I mean, when you were grinding away on the beat, and it's kind of how you started over 20 years ago here uh, at the station, but we know your passion for this organization runs deep, just like most of us growing up here. Um, you've been here since the get-go, uh, since ESPN went on the air. As ESPN, you know, from the old WMVP, uh, I was about two months late in joining you, but from the word go, you've been here, and I don't know that anybody else can say that. I don't think so no, at the station I mean, anymore at this point. I mean, from the day we did the switch over, so 25 years later or 24, 24 years later. 24 and change. Yeah, yeah, 24 and change. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? This is the greatest day in the station's history. There's no doubt about it. Woo! We've had many great days. When, when, when Yurko came over, it was oh. a big day. Um, when we got Waddle, Cap has come over. We have a great thing going. We've had a great thing going. Um, I'll never forget the day in 1998 when this station started, when ESPN bought the station. We sat in the United Center uh, inside the Bulls locker room after they won their sixth championship, and they said, we're going to compete with the other radio stations in Chicago. And we looked around the room, and we're like, I was thinking to myself, how the hell are we going to compete with a lot of these guys in this room? And, and, and we've worked and we've, we've grinded and we've got ourselves a hell of a team right now. And we've had some major wins along the way. But what we have today and what we've built with a lot of these great teammates um, is, is astonishing. But to get the Chicago Bears along with the White Sox mm-hmm. and with the direction that they're going, guys, today's the trade deadline at 3 o'clock with a new stadium coming up. With building a team from the bottom up as the future home of the Bears, we feel like the sky's the limit. Not only with a championship hopefully ahead, a new stadium ahead, great days ahead with the fans. And I think fans who listen to your show and and this radio station knows that they're going to get the best content possible with the Bears and with all of Chicago sports going forward. And that they can trust us to deliver it. So... This is a day to celebrate for all of us. Come out to Dave and Buster's today because from now until 7 with Black and Abdallah, we will be here and uh, we cannot wait. Yeah. This is an awesome, awesome day. Uh, Cappy, do you have a mic? Cap, now, Cap's old enough to Cap's remember. Mic. He was listening on the radio uh, the day they thrilled the nation with their T-formation. Wow. That's how old Cap is. <laughs> I mean, think about it. All these years later now and how long you've been in this market. On the, You go back to the actual old WMVP days. 
um, you know, this this kind of change like is massive, and it, and it you know it doesn't. They don't happen often. They don't happen quickly, and it's just a huge shift. And now we're part of a team that's going to have the Bears going forward. And it's awesome for us to get the Bears. I hope the Bears realize how awesome it is to be part of this station and this company. And I said that to you guys this morning. It's going to be a phenomenal partnership. I was there when they were at GN and left to go where they were, and I thought, oh, my God, we love What? And now, it's, as Tommy said, it's come full circle. We're all back together with the Bears. It's amazing. And, and I'm with, like, what Sylvie said, too. I mean, it's, I've been part of this, this station, this frequency, for going on 24 years. And I, I don't think I could have ever imagined that it would have – maybe I'm not optimistic enough that it would have really happened. And that's a testament to the hard work of Danny and Keith Williams and Craig Carmazan and Dave Scharf and uh, our whole team that helped put this together. Um, who's next? Uh, um, Black Abdallah. Come on, grab a mic. Where's that other handheld? Here, Chris, grab that. Boys. Hello. Hello. We're in the, uh, this is like homecoming for the guys, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, we're at Hawthorne they, Mall. This is where you guys awesome. used to hang out when you were young it whippersnappers. Is. Yeah, I worked yeah. at four different places in that mall. In this mall, I'm going to go see how many of them are still open. Uh, probably over Not many? Over-unders, one and a half. We're going to go under with that. But, no, this is a great day. I mean, obviously, we have the best Bears coverage in the city. And now, being the future home of the Bears next year, it's going to be absolutely unmatched. Like, if you think that we do football coverage better mm. than anybody, it's going to be ramped up a yeah. hundredfold uh, starting next season with the Bears coming here. It's going to be great. You know, whether it's my dad taking me to my first Bears game, freezing my ass off at a, the Packers beating the crap out of them, uh, to now just being a, Bear, a lifelong Bears fan, like, this is great. I've never been more confident in our team here. Yeah. Like, the Bears... Yes, they're building something. It's going, to take, it's going to take a little bit. But what we have right now is already so strong that adding the Bears just makes us that much stronger. And I'm so excited for what we're going to do in the next year coming up with the Bears. Bears-Packers for you. First game mine was yeah. Bears-Tampa 1984. Oh, Yours? Pretty good. I can't remember. I've oh. been going to games since I was seven. Yeah, You don't remember your first game that you went to? No. I think it was Detroit because Detroit was always bad, so yeah. the little kid got to go to, right. the, to the Lions games, right? <laughs> you, they're uh, playing but, a good team. No, you're not going. Listen, guys, uh, my family has season tickets, has had season yep. tickets since 71. Uh, I remember sitting in the stadium listening to the Bears radio on a little headset, listening to the pregame show. Uh, it's deeply personal with me and my family. This is so cool. We're the home of the Bears. Yeah, it, that, that we are. It's really incredible. Kids will do that on the app now, sitting in the stands. Yeah, they don't have to bring the transistor and, anymore. They're just and, download the no, ESPN Chicago app. But it's going to be our, It's going to be our logo, though. Of course, so yeah. cool. Yes, the ESPN Chicago app, baby. And, and people will associate the Bears with the ESPN One Thousand. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Meller, uh, Dion. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Your pregame show starting next year is going to be six hours long, yeah. just uh, FYI. Six and a half. Be, and uh, be prepared to work uh, extra in overtime, all oh, right? As long as we're the ones hosting it, we're You guys are hosting that. it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm so excited because I think like a lot of people at this station, I'm a Bears fan first. And so to have the opportunity to have this team, the charter franchise of the NFL, be with us here at ESPN Chicago – it's just so thrilling. We've already got excitement and enthusiasm every Sunday, but now during the football season, it is going to be absolutely ramped up. And in addition to that, 365 days a year, you know you're going to have full-on Bulls coverage. Excuse me, Bears Bulls. coverage on ESPN Chicago. So I'm just ecstatic. It's just we're so thrilled. I think Sylvie said it best. You thought you thought it couldn't get better. 
when Sylvie pooped himself on Friday and was wearing a diaper. Right. We just it's gotten keep better. upping the ante day Somehow after day. we've found a way to make it better, even though oh Sylvie gosh. was pooping his pants and wearing diapers on Friday just three short oh, days ago. I, you know, I moved to the city 10 years ago, and i not from here. didn't know anything about Chicago, but it didn't take long to know just how much the Bears mean to this town and how much this station means to sports fans in this town. And it just makes sense that they're all together. I feel so lucky that I get to cover the team for the Mighty Seven, but that I get to be a part of this team with Good Karma and ESPN Chicago. It is such an honor and a privilege, and I'm thrilled. It's so great. this is going to be awesome. Yes, it's it is. Be awesome. Courtney, I think, Courtney, are you breaking news? There's like a trade happening or anything? <laughs> Courtney, well, it's a trade deadline day, and Courtney's on her phone. Making sure we don't miss anything. That's what I'm saying. Hours until it happens. So you're going to tell us TJ Hawkinson has moved from Detroit over to Minnesota? Can you believe it? Yeah. That's her old team. She would have been working on that, too. trades inside the division for the Vikings. I know. That's nuts. Um, You won't see that in baseball. You see it a lot in football. I know. It's wild. They did one during the draft to be able to get – that's how they got Jamison Williams. Yes. This one today. Courtney has covered the NFL for a while, of course, uh, covering the Vikings and now coming over and taking on uh, the role that J.D. had for so long, and she's killing it this year, just uh, does a phenomenal job covering this team. Um, we love having you part of the team. What does it mean having the Bears now uh, on the station I for mean, you? it's incredible. And what, what they were talking about when we were at Hallis Hall this morning, just that this is a 365-day-a-year operation. And for me, coming back to Chicago to learn truly, get to, like, as, as an adult, like, how much of a football city this is. Because, I mean, I grew up here. I grew up in Glenview. I, I was around it. But to really understand it and be have, you know, my life be a part of it now, uh, it means a lot, getting to be a part of a team, everybody here at ESPN 1000. And now that that partnership with the Bears – like, you don't see that happen all that often. And that was one of the bigger takeaways for me of just, like, hearing from the Bears themselves today about why this partnership was so important, yeah. I think, really speaks volumes to where this is headed. And, you know, looking around the room, even here, I know Sylvie's got one on, like, seeing the JD oh, yeah. shirts, like, that means a lot because, obviously, he was a part of this station from the beginning, right? For 20 years, yeah. his Bears coverage was synonymous with this city, and I can only imagine how excited he would be today to know about this partnership and getting to be part of it going forward. It means a lot. 100%. And if you hear anything today, let us know, all right? Yeah. Thanks, I, well, Courtney. I'm sure I'll be joining you guys with like yeah, 45 you probably minutes will at when some something point. happens. Absolutely. So. Thanks, Courtney. Uh, Connor McKnight is also here. He's going to break down Pedro Grifol. No, I'm just no. kidding. Well, Connor why is... not? That's the name that's out there, isn't it? <laughs> Jesse's going to do that like in an hour. You know, Connor is so much, is a synonymous, obviously, at this point with sort of the summer and, and what we have going on here at ESPN Chicago. Um, he's the voice of the summer with Len and with DJ. Uh, we uh, To have two teams now, for so long did not have any play-by-play property, any team that we were partnered with. To have two now, to have the Sox, to have the Bears, um, it's pretty special to have those types of partnerships when you're in this business that we're in. It is. I mean, it's in a town like this, play-by-play is what it is, right? And I think what Good Karma Brands and us at ESPN 1000 have really stepped up into is being that kind of source of play-by-play for Chicago sports fans. And I want to answer uh, Yurko's question real quick here since we're talking (laughs) Bears, right? The first Bears game I was at it was when Brian Robinson blocked a field yeah, goal that was against the game. Green Bay Packers in that, Lambeau that's Field. In Lambeau. That would have been this weekend, my right? my Walter Payton jersey while Packers wow. fans behind me were dumping beer all over and the Bears walked to a victory. 
It's amazing. It's today, November 1st. Today is, no, today's November, yeah, today's November 1st. It's today's the anniversary of Walter Payton's death. It is. So kind of a day, you know, kind of a day. Yeah. The other thing I do want to say is, in all seriousness, uh, I, I know what it's like to be a newcomer here at ESPN 1000, and on behalf of those of us who are new, like the White Sox Network, this is a great partnership, yeah. and we're really excited for it. I speak for Len and DJ in the same way. This is going to be great to have two iconic franchises right here on ESPN 1000. Awesome. It's a big day, and we're happy to be a part of it. It's great. Thanks, Connor, for supporting and for coming up. More on Griefall later. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Aki, another one of our uh, on-air personalities and talent. One of uh, we call him. The, he's definitely part of the Young Guns. Black and Abdallah, not so much. They're old. Yeah, they're the middle-aged guys. Tyler. They're the middle-aged guys. Tyler's they can the, still sit at the kids. Well, table. compared compared to us, they're the young guys. Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah, Tyler's truly one of the Young Guns. Uh, do you remember your first Bears game? My first Bears game was a big Devin Hester game. It was against the Broncos when Jay was still playing for the Broncos, oh, wow. and Hester returned a punt and a kick. And Charles Tillman blocked a punt, and the Bears ended up winning in comeback Phew, fashion. No kidding. That is my first Bears game memory. But What's it mean to you now, buddy? It means so much to me because I've been listening to this station since I was 10 years old. And when you think back to some of the, the first things you remember listening to this station, for me, it was the Hawaii Bowl. Because I was a kid Christmas Eve. Couldn't sleep. I had my little radio next to my bedside table, and I would listen to the station. And I, every year, would listen to the Hawaii Bowl because it was Christmas Eve. Oh, awesome. And now I know some kid out there is going to be listening to Bears football yes. on Christmas Eve because they can't sleep. How about it? That's pretty great, Tyler. Thanks, buddy. Um, I think we talked to all the uh, talent that's here, right? All the on-air talent. Um, it's just, uh, it's a huge day for us. It really is, and we'll kind of, I'm sure, reiterate it throughout the course of the day. Starting next year with the 2023 season, we're going to be your home for Bears football, uh, ESPN Chicago, the ESPN Chicago app. And like I said, we're just kind of over the moon. It, it does, I don't even know if it totally feels real yet. But I think we all have the same memories, Yurk, of being kids growing up. Uh, and anytime, you know, when you were too young to really fight it, when your mom and dad would say, well, now it's, it's Sunday and we have to go run these errands or we got to go to this event or that event or we're driving somewhere to see family or we're doing this, you know, you were sort of bummed that you were leaving and you couldn't watch on TV, but you were damn sure that when you got in the car, there it was. You were listening, you know, for me, it was... Yeah. Um, the grunts know, for of Butkus for me. Well, yeah, and you're a little bit older. I mean, it was listening to Wayne The grunts of Larrabee, Butkus. You know, and, and now for kids, it'll be listening to, to Jeff Joniak and to Tom Thayer. I mean, and that was part of Sunday. If you, you know, you just, it was, it, it, you couldn't get through a Sunday without making sure that you were attached to this team. They're the most popular team in town. It's the most popular sport in America. Uh, I had joked earlier when we were all up at Hallison, nobody ever calls and says you guys talk too much football, ever. You talk too much hockey, hockey's this, hockey, they talk too much bulls, who cares, baseball's divided. Nobody ever calls and says you talk too much football. It is the most important sport in this country. We have the most important property um, and we're teammates with them now, and it's really incredible. It's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Hey, the party gets started now. The preparations get started now. You better believe we it. We won't have no next year, but this is when the preparations start. All right, so uh, we got a lot to cover today. Um, there's obviously big Bears news with the Roquan trade happening. You know, that happened right as we signed off for That's Cross right. Talk basically yesterday. Got into the truck one minute, I looked. We, I was back upstairs, all of a sudden breaking news was going on, and I heard Sylvie mention it. And uh, I got to say, I, was, I, I told Peggy on Friday, I said, Peggy and I looked at each other, and we both said, we'd be pretty shocked if they trade Roquan, right? Yeah. 
I'm shocked. I was, Are they going to make any other moves today? You're going to tell us why yeah, you weren't shocked. I wasn't shocked. When we come back. Well, we kind of want to break that down and react to it. And is there anything else the Bears are going to accomplish between now and 3 o'clock? So they have two hours and 40 minutes uh, before the trade deadline passes in the NFL. The only thing that seems like it may happen would be a David Montgomery trade. Courtney's all over that. If you want to talk Bears with us, thoughts on the Roquan deal, uh, anything else about the Bears, 312-332-3776. We are live at Dave & Buster's up here in Vernon Hills for the rest of the day. Waddle and Sylvie, Black and Abdallah, then into the World Series. We'll be right back on your future home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. It's Carmen and Yurko. Sports talk while you're on the clock. Do I exaggerate? This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Live at Dave & Buster's in Hawthorne Mall right here on 60 in Vernon Hills. Come by and see us. It's Carmen and Yurko on your future home of Chicago Bears football starting in 2023. It's ESPN Chicago, the ESPN Chicago app. We are up on Twitch, twitch.tv. Download the app, and you can watch us live. There we are. What's going on, everybody? Waddle said the same thing you said yesterday. Not really that shocked. Still be a little bit more surprised. I was surprised. Peggy and I discussed it at Twin Peaks in Irving, Texas last Friday. I said I would be shocked. Uh, why are you not surprised at all? When a, when a new organization comes in, a new general manager comes in, he wants to put his stamp on the team. He's going to sit and identify. And let's face it, Roquan wanted to get paid. Yes, he did. Roquan realized, oh, the people that loved me and brought me in are, I'm, are no longer here. Now I'm an orphan. He was. He was an orphan to this organization, to Eberflus, to Ryan Poles. Is that what happens even that's when you're was. a really good player? That Chuck, still happens? Chuck Cecil got shipped out yeah, of Green Bay and went to Arizona. Good point. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Here's the tell, telltale sign. 1991, I was in Green Bay. That was my first year. In 1995... Of the 53 players that were on that team, mm. how many players were left in 1995? Because Ron Wolf had taken over. Because Ron Wolf going? had taken over. So at the end of 91, Ron Wolf took over. The offseason uh, of 92 was his first year. That year, 91, how many players were left? He took uh, over. How many players were left in 1995? Well, then that was the Super Bowl team. That was the team right before, the one that oh. lost the uh, Oh, the, oh the, your the last Dallas year. Cowboys. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, 12. Three is oh. your answer. Wow. That's the type of turnover you're going to see. That's less than 10%? That's what you, oh, of course it is less than 10%. It's three guys, Carm. Are you kidding me? Well, it's kind of like what Buffalo's done. We talked right. about that. Remember, like, Buffalo's yes. basically, when McDermott and Bean got there, right. it was like, who that's the, it. Everybody's who the guys? gone. Who were the guys? Uh, me, Favre, obviously. I was there. You? January. It wasn't Favre. Favre didn't come until 92. Oh, damn. So Favre wasn't, oh, wow. So Favre was a wolf guy. Yeah, Ron, he came in with Ron Wolf. I'm talking about that team from 1991. Um, he took over in you? November of 91. We, were with the, we played the uh, New York Giants. Frankie went and hired him. What, uh, me, Frankie. Frankie and Sterling. Uh, no, Sterling yeah. was gone by the time 1995. He got hurt in the playoffs oh. in 1994, ended his career early. Okay. It was Kenny Rutgers. Kenny Rutgers. John Yurkovich. Yeah. Frankie Winters, and one more. Oh, so four. Leroy Butler. And Leroy Butler. That's it. was set. young, and Leroy was yeah. young, and they yeah, kind of probably saw sure. the potential. Well, what they did was, like they're going to do with what they see now. Leroy was young. They took over. They moved Leroy from corner to safety. Right. Leroy became a stud at safety and a Hall of Famer. Right. They identified Leroy, said this is the guy that we, we want to keep. keep. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to keep the other guy, which was so Chuck So four Cecil. guys, which is less than 10% right. of the team. So, all right. Now you reminded me of Frankie. Yeah. Well, there you go. I figured Frankie. That, yeah. So... That's it. Here's the thing. But that's the point. From this point on, he's taken over. 
you're going to have change because that's what they're going to do. They're going to bring in their style of player. So when Roquan, like yesterday, I was like, eh, Roquan, if, if he was gone, it wouldn't surprise me at all. You can keep him, you can move him. They got a player who's not Roquan Smith. He's not even close to being who Roquan Smith is, but they got a two and a five. Yeah, well, that's the important That's part. fine. Yeah, that's second-round draft choice, which is going to be an impact wide receiver, you hope, and a fifth-round draft choice. They got two twos now, two fours, well, two fives. That, that's fine. I've got no problem. If they moved on from Eddie Jackson, I wouldn't cry. I, I do. If they well, move on from Montgomery, I'm definitely not going to oh, cry. Me neither. Okay, sometimes not. you've got to move on, yeah. and you've got to shape the team the way that you want to shape the team. That's it. I, I, I do think you should be, when you're a new regime, like be in the business of collecting good football players, and he is a good one. I think the problem always came in here with the divide between what Roquan felt like he was worth and what the Bears wanted to play, uh, pay a player that doesn't rush the quarterback and and doesn't impact the game like a defensive end or a stand-up linebacker in an odd man front who's rushing the passer. Like, I get that this was probably trending this way after the way the summer went and the negotiations broke down. Roquan Smith is a winning player, okay? He's more than just a guy you can win with. He's a winning player. And when do you have to make decisions on people? You've got to make a decision on how much you're going to pay the guy compared to the productivity that you're going to receive. He wants to be the highest-paid middle linebacker in the league. The productivity that you see on the field doesn't reflect the fact that he should be the highest-paid guy because he doesn't rush the passer. He's not an elite guy that can get to the quarterback. He's just not. They've never asked him to do that. When he blitzes, he's good. He's somewhat productive in getting to the quarterback, yeah. but most of the time it's because he can beat a back or he's going unencumbered to the quarterback and bringing the quarterback down. That's like a scheme thing a lot, right? right? That's, yeah. Yes, that's, that's a scheme, a scheme thing. thing. Yeah. So I'm not saddened at the fact that they got rid of him because he doesn't fit theoretically the system that they want to run defensively, and they're up against it. They've got to decide, do we pay him or do we trade him and do we get some assets back for him? they got assets back for him. That's what Ryan Poles wants to do. More money for next year to spend. You're not going to spend it all next year, but you're going to spend a lot of it and you're going to find some players. All right, coming up next, I want you then to answer some questions about what it does to the guys that are still in that locker room, especially on the defensive oh, oh side yeah. of the ball. I want you to talk about that right. coming up. 312-332-3776. Let us know what you think about the Roquan deal. Should the Bears continue to be active today? And who do you think might go in the next, we got two and a half hours as the countdown is on between now and the NFL's trade deadline for 2022. 312-332-3776. Hit us up. Let's take some Bears calls. Uh, We want to hear from you. Thoughts on the Roquan trade, and I want Yurko to take us inside the locker room. In a week span, Robert Quinn and Roquan, two productive, uh, valuable veteran players that were team captains, have been shipped out. What are the guys in that locker room saying about it? Yurko's going to let you know coming up next. This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. All right, we have more breaking news. It's not just that we're the new home of the Chicago Bears starting next year, which we are. The Bears have made another trade. This time they're acquiring someone, not shipping someone off. Uh oh. And I like this deal. I got to be honest. I do. Making an addition. The Bears are reacquainting Cole Komet with one of his college teammates. I think people probably know where I'm going on that hint alone if you haven't seen the news. The Bears have acquired Chase Claypool from the Steelers for uh, uh, Shea. Was that a second rounder? Second round pick, pick, yeah. Okay, so uh, after acquiring an an additional pick yesterday in the second round, they're trading their second rounder to the Steelers for Chase Claypool. 
Uh, this is a deal I like for people that are talking about having an impact wide receiver. I mean, that rookie year, I think you really saw his skill set on full display. If you remember, uh, he had 11 total touchdowns as a rookie. A couple of them were rushing touchdowns. They were very clever and creative in how they got him involved. The last couple years, the production has dipped because their quarterback situation has stunk. Uh, Big Ben was toast last year. They had a lot of problems offensively, even though they were a team that found a way to sneak into the playoffs. The Steelers are obviously rebuilding and stink themselves this year. They've got more issues at quarterback. Their O-line isn't great. Their offense hasn't been great in general. But I like this deal because I, I – I, call me crazy, but I remember right. the flashes he showed that rookie year two, uh, three years ago in Pittsburgh, and I think he can be dynamic. I think you can use him in different ways, and I think he brings an exciting element to this offense. He had a somewhat healthier Big Ben, then he had a terribly injured and terribly awkward Big Ben toward the end of his career. Correct. And then he had Mitch Trubisky, right? And Pickett. So it's Big Ben and Trubisky and Pickett. Has he gone from the frying pan into the fire here in Chicago? If you're somebody looking at to see what kind of productivity he's going to, he's still going someplace they've got a quarterback in development, right? Yeah, but I think the quarterback right now is better than what he's been playing with for the last year and a half. I okay. would put it that way. Still a quarterback in development. So either yeah. way, he gets here. The general manager likes him. You've talked about how exciting he's been in the past. He's also the guy that looked like at some point he wasn't going to be able to play for Mike Tomlin. I was could still be. there. Could be. He's the guy that wanted a little bit of music oh, yeah. in the background. Yes. A little boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. You know, a little something, a little rhythm at the practice so everybody can get into it. Yes. So, you know, you can't play for Mike Tomlin sometimes. you got to ask yourself, who can you play for? Tomlin had a funny line about that, didn't he? He had like a classic Tom. I don't remember what it was <laughs> right, exactly. I'll be the guy that decides how we're <laughs> yeah. going to practice. It was classic yeah. Mike Tomlin. That one falls under my he, realm, and he that's said what something we're about, like, yeah, like, Chase can worry about practice, and I'll worry about, like, uh, how we run those practices. And he goes, I think that's a pretty good division of labor. If we're, <laughs> it's like a yes. classic Mike Tomlin a division line. of labor, <laughs> yes. It's a pretty good division that's of labor. That's classic. All right. So do you upgrade the wide receiver uh, position? Absolutely, I think the yes. room has been upgraded. I, I do. still think he's a two. Uh, so, you're, and, you're, and, you're probably and, right. And if you believe Mooney's a two, now you've got two twos. Does that make a one or just a no, four? No, two twos make two a four. Two twos make a four. That's all they end up making. So you get a two, and then you get probably a better slot receiver and a three. You're still going to have to find your number one stud. So we've got two twos now as you start moving forward. Can it help? Yes. Uh, will he be able to come in and familiarize himself with the offense? Probably. All right. He'll be able to do that. So you look for him uh, in maybe not the first game, but certainly in the next in the games going forward of him being somewhat of an impact player. Bears being very, very active. What do you think, uh, folks, the way Ryan Poles has attacked this? I think everything he's done since he got here has shown you that he did not like the old roster. He's gone uh, about the business of freeing up a lot of cap space. Roster's change. Draft capital turning over this roster. They do lose a second rounder here, but that still gives the Bears seven picks in rounds one through five in 2023 i think that's important you know how much he values the draft so uh, what's his another contract today. status Let's well he's a thir- he's a third year player and he was a second what was he a second round pick didn't the bears pass on him to take cole Komet? if i'm remembering he went a few picks after cole Komet. i think cole was a second rounder second rounder right yes i so claypool will have one year left right yerk four-year deal for the rookies I, I, when you're not a first rounder isn't I, that right it could be a three-year deal for all i remember it's four plus the uh, Tommy, one. Tommy, what is it if you're a second rounder? Four year deal, right? Is it a four? So does Claypool have one year left? Yeah, we'll have to look at the sport he, rack. Carm, uh, I think he has one year left next year at like one and a half million. I was looking at his page perfect, the other day. Okay. Perfect. And, and, and so he's got to prove himself. That's what he's going to have to and do. And he was taken. So the Bears took Komet with the 43rd pick. They took Chase Claypool, the Pittsburgh Steelers, with the 49th pick. 
and the very next pick was pick 50. The Bears had that pick. They took Jalen Johnson. That's how that draft class went in 2020. Real quick, and I want to take phone calls. I do, but I did tease this. Yes. For the players, especially the defensive guys, that have seen Robert Quinn go, that have seen Roquan go, that don't really care about rebuilding, even though I love the big-picture plans of Ryan Poles. They want to win games. I know players want to win, York. They don't care about tanking. Those guys out there, those guys go out there, they bust their ass, they sacrifice, they get beat up. Because they want to win. The rest what does of the it mean year, to them? The rest of the year is a tryout to see who's going to be here for 2023. That's what this is in essence. You've got to feel 6-9 and nine are going to be here, right? Oh, of course. 6-9 and nine are going to be here. I would think Jalen Johnson, too. You, 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 you want to believe that, but he's going to have to go out and he's going to have to prove it. Bill has got to prove it. Uh, I've seen agreed. him make one play this year. Yeah. The one play was a fantastic play. It was an interception. Last week, I didn't see anything out of Bill So if he wants to stick around after his third season, he's going to have to go ahead and he's going to have to do something. 93 in the middle is going to have to be productive. You've got four or five guys on the offensive, I mean the defensive line that have to prove they belong in the NFL if they're going to stick around. Otherwise, that's where you're making major improvements because nobody is getting to the quarterback on that defensive right now, line. That's true, yeah. So you either do it now in the next nine games, or guess what? You're going to be unemployed in the offseason. Okay. This is the way the NFL works. Nobody's sad for you. So that's okay? how they have to approach this. Hey, it's a tryout now. Let's still right go now. out, bust our ass. Let's and... all play well together. The okay. better we all play, the more likelihood it is that most of us are going to be here. Let... If we don't play well, it's not going to make a difference. We're going to be gone. Merck, we want to, um, any calls we want to try to sprinkle in here real quick before the break? And if any Steeler fans out there, that are Chicagoans that are listening. If uh, you want to give us the little uh, thumbnail uh, on, on Claypool, we don't always get to watch the other players quite as closely as we watch our own guys. Uh, well, I mean, we watch a lot Johnson. of football. Deontay and, Johnson's the stud on that team, Well, right? George Pickens is about to be the well, stud. Well, he's going to be the stud, yeah. but he's working his way through, which Deontay's is why Claypool is was available. Deontay's yeah. got a case of the dropsies, if you ask me, from what I watch of Steelers football, too. But, no, there is talent, obviously, and a great speed element with Deontay Johnson. I like Claypool. I've liked him since his rookie year. Uh, if you want to talk about that deal, 312-332 ESPN. Merck, any calls we want to go to? Uh, we got Tracy from the Weather Room crying. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Tom from Toledo, Ohio. There we go. Hey, Toledo, Tom, Ohio. you're on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and York. What's going on? How you doing, guys? Thanks for taking my call. First of all, I I live in, I grew up in Toledo, and I, I know of Eberflus, which is awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, I like what Poles is doing. I really like what he's doing. I've been a fan for, you know, I'm 69 years old. And I've been a fan my whole life, and I love what they're doing. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Claypool, didn't he do something silly last year where he got thrown out of a game? But other than that, he's got a lot of talent. Uh, Roquan, I I was watching the game with my wife Sunday, and I said to my wife, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Roquan is gone by tomorrow. And obviously it happens. Uh, Just kind of crazy. Thanks for taking my call. I love the show. And congratulations on the Bears deal. Thanks, Tom. Deal. Thank you. Thank really you. cool. Really yep. cool for you guys. We appreciate it. Um, how much do you think the Monday night game helped maybe get that deal done with Baltimore, too? I know he didn't play nearly as well. The defense didn't play nearly as well Sunday. But, you know, primetime game like that, everybody's kind of watching. Had they maybe had some very early preliminary talks, maybe that got them to a point where, you know, Baltimore's got some linebacker issues. Let's face it. Patrick yeah. Queen has not developed the way they thought. He was going to. Um, I think Roquan really helps a team that might win its division, and good for Roquan to go to that situation, I suppose. Very different situation than the Bears. But do you think that had anything to do with, like, maybe getting that deal done, that uh, he had such a good game in primetime on Monday night? Yeah, you're up against it. I mean, I, they know he's got talent. They, they know they got talent. You know, they're, 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 and he absolutely has a skill set 
that uh, you know transfers to him being a linebacker in the NFL, mostly as a middle linebacker, not kind of as a will. Right. So maybe they got a space for him. They looked at it and said, well, he's not going to be there. We can get him. He's available. So let's make him an offer and let's see what happens. Who knows if they'll keep him. They've got to worry about their quarterback. They still don't have a deal done with Lamar Jackson. And Lamar's another guy working without an agent. It could be real complicated. Uh, and, and then again, my concern them. is not for Roquan Smith anymore. I don't care where no. he ends up signing after that's, now. that's his business. Yeah. It's not my business. But I'm just saying I'm the long Bears. term he might not even stay there. Who right. knows? Because they got to deal with Lamar. He can go ahead and de- he can go negotiate with uh, 31 other teams. Yeah, absolutely. Then. Or actually 30 because he's not coming back he's to the Bears. He's not coming back here. Sure. Okay, he's going uh, over there, and if the Ravens don't sign him, it's 30 other teams that can go ahead and sign him. Part of the news here, I think Shea was just saying in my ear, the Bears did not send their pick. They're sending the Baltimore pick. That's good. Yes. Because the Bears pick will be better than Baltimore's pick. So the Bears are sending the pick they got yesterday, one of the two picks, the second runner from Baltimore, to the Steelers for Chase Claypool. We'll take another break. We'll take more of your phone calls. I know a lot of Bear fans want to talk. 312-332-3776. We're live at Dave & Buster's. Great food, great fun. Cold beer, come by and say hi. The station's going to be here all the way till 7 through Black and Abdallah into the World Series. Game 3 tonight in Philly. So come by and say hi. We're at the uh, Dave & Buster's uh, on, on Route 60 on Townline Road in Vernon Hills. And we're going to be right back on your future home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This hour is brought to you by NJ Diet. NJ Diet contractually guarantees that you'll lose 20 to 40 pounds in only 40 days. Go to NJDiet.com or call 855-NJ-DIET. Stream ESPN 1000 anytime through the ESPN Chicago app. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Vernon Hills, we are your new home for Chicago Bears football starting with the 2023 season. And there's a new Bear. It's Chase Claypool. Bears uh, very active here. And basically they flip Roquan for Chase Claypool and a fifth-round pick. And a player. They did get a linebacker back. It was a linebacker that was on the Giants practice squad as recently uh, as a month ago and played a little bit for Baltimore. So they did get a player. They got a fifth-round pack and they a pick, and they took the second-rounder that they got from the Ravens, and they sent it to the Steelers today for Chase Claypool. And now they'll see if they can get him back to where he was as a rookie and where he was trending. It does seem that he just, for whatever reason, and and I, I hope it's not to the detriment of the Bears going forward, that he just kind of fell out of favor there a little bit. Their offense has been a problem. Big Ben stunk last year. The quarterback situation now is not very good. Uh, they have not been very explosive the last year and a half on offense. They do have George Pickens, who looks right. like he's going to be a star. And then they got Deontay Johnson. So for whatever reason, Claypool seemed to be the odd man out. Maybe the Bears capitalize by getting a, a big physical receiver. If you end up becoming the third or the fourth option in an offense with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, the young quarterback, because uh, it goes one, two receiver, running back. You know, one tight end, running back. Those are the reads sometimes for a young quarterback. You end up being the third wide receiver, and that's you're the read. You become number five. You never get the ball. You can become disinterested very quick. Yeah. You run your routes all day, and you know that you're never going to see the football. It'll be interesting to see how many targets he had over he, the course he was, of the first eight, nine games. So he was targeted 50 times, Yerk. Um, this year? This year. 50 targets in eight games, 32 catches, 311 yards. His average is way down. He's Coming into the season, he was about 14 and a half for his career. He's down to 9-7 this year. Um, and he only has one touchdown this year. He does have 14 career 
receiving and rushing touchdowns in 39 career games. He's a guy who found the end zone a lot as a rookie. Six targets, four catches a game. That's about right, right? Six yeah. targets, four yep. catches a game. He'd yeah. have finished the yeah. year. Just a little over yet. Yeah, he would have finished the year with about uh, 4-1, 40, uh, 68 receptions, yep. which would put him in line for what he was doing, but his productivity was a lot less. I think he was going into that route in that role where he's going to be running shorter stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you could be right. So depending upon how and when he got the football, it could have been all traffic, not able to use any of his athleticism uh, to be able to get away from guys and uh, maybe make something more out of nothing. Uh, so the Bears are very active here. Do you like what Ryan Poles is doing? I mean, he's really gone about the business of turning this roster over. It's evident uh, while they've wanted to stay away from the term rebuild that that's exactly what's happening. You don't trade Mac, You don't trade Quinn. You don't trade Roquan if you think you're going to win a lot of games and compete this year. And that's fine. As long as it all works, I'm cool with it. I, I like Roquan, and to a certain amount, and probably a very generous amount, I would have paid Roquan. I think you should be in the business of collecting good football players. I understand the philosophy of not overpaying someone who doesn't rush the quarterback. Um, I, you know, I Yurko and I for ten years have told you teams that pay running backs are, are doing, as Bruce Arians would say, bad business. Simple as that. Yeah, that's you pay bad running business. backs in the NFL. That's bad business. Even a great guy and, like and Christian McCaffrey, bad business. Got paid. Sorry, what they tried to do? They tried to get rid of him. As, you know, hey, all right, he came back. He was still healthy. Let's get rid of him while he's healthy. So I understand. And Frisco's picking him up, but they've had nothing but running back problems because they've gone through a hundred of them in the uh, last two years. So they picked up an oft injured yeah. running back. We'll see how that works the rest of the year. I understand. It's a you, gamble. You you have to pick the premium positions to pay. And what do we always tell you? Obviously, your quarterback, your left tackle, your pass rusher, your pass rusher elite pass rusher, your shutdown corners, your yeah. wide receivers. Yes. That is this league. That's, the That's way it how is. you're going to win in this league. It's how you're going to score in this league. It's how you're going to do good business in this league. So you got to pay those premium positions. I, so I'm a little bit torn on the Roquan stuff. Like I, I kind of get it. I get the big picture philosophy. I do. Um, all in all, I like what Ryan Poles is doing. It's not going to be easy to take all the time. Wins aren't that important this year. Carl. Not everybody loves it when I say that, but the development of Justin Fields and the direction of this franchise going forward with younger players and better players is what matters, and it's what's important right Carmen, now. Carmen, yeah, I go into a family. Um, I've got my kids. they got their kids, right? And all of a sudden something happens, and all of a sudden I get their kids. I'd like to think I could love their kids as much as I love mine, but guess what? I'm, I'm going to love my kids more. I'm going to love theirs. Ryan Poles is going to love his kids that he brings in, and they're going to be his guys. And that's who he's going to embrace. Claypool's going to get a big old hug when he gets in here. He's going to tell him, you're my guy. Get over here and become a stud, the stud that you were at Notre Dame. That's what I want to see out of you. That's what he's going to do. And the other guys that he's brought in and, you know, or or he inherited – and yeah, not so much. Kind of like a stepchild. Uh, you know, not so not. much, yeah. Let's go to Barry on the south side with Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app live at Dave & Buster's in Vernon Hills. What's up, Barry? Barry. Barry, going once. Barry it's your turn. Hello? Barry. Hey, yeah. what's up, Barry? Hey, not much. Hey, a couple things that I wanted to say real quick. I got to give the Bears kudos because what they did was they traded two quality people to two quality organizations. And that pays bigger dividends down the road because now free agents want to come here. They could have sent them to, you know, some hellhole, but they didn't do that. And then the other thing, too, right, is I wonder if we missed out on an opportunity for not going after uh, D.J. Metcalf and bringing him in similar to what they did in Philly with A.J. Brown. What do you think? 
Well, DK uh, ultimately, and Barry, thanks for the call. Uh, remind me on the compensation. DK went for, uh, uh, well, DK didn't get traded. It would have taken a first-round pick. Right. I mean, Tyree Kill and A.J. Brown were both uh, traded for first-round picks. Am I right on that? Right. I, I will double-check, but you weren't going to get DK Metcalf for, without, without for a second-rounder. Round yeah. and, I, and I don't think Ryan Poles was in the business of uh, dealing away first-rounders. He wants to collect these. Now, he did trade a second-rounder. It's going to be probably in the back half of that second round because it is Baltimore's pick. You figure Baltimore will be picking somewhere in the 20s, so that's good. But I don't think he was in a position. I don't think he felt that it would be uh, prudent or responsible, and I don't think he was in any position to be trading away a first-rounder. I love DK, but I think that's the difference there. The guy that used to be here, the RP that was here, traded away all his first-rounders. Yes. Boys, we have some controversy. Major controversy? What's going on? Originally, it was reported that the Bears would be trading the Ravens pick. Now, Ian Rappaport is reporting that the Bears are trading their original second-round pick. See, for that is a little surprising then because it is kind of a – that's, you know – I all right, I'm, I'm probably a little surprised that they are trading that high of a – as much as I like them, that they are trading that high of a second-round pick for Claypool. Right now, it would be probably about the 40th to the 45th pick. Correct. All right? That's what you're looking at. I think at. Courtney said the FPI, for what it's worth, just as yeah. they start to project it out, have the Bears picking 8th. So you're on the nose here. Right. That would be 8-40, and 40, right? Right. Yeah. Or would that be 8-41, and 41, I guess? No, it would be 8-40. and It would be 8-40. 32. Pick 32. Plus okay, 8. Yeah. 40. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I always do because then pick one is 33, yeah, 34. It's, it's yes. all right. Okay, same Still thing. adds up to the same thing, right. Farm. So pick eight and pick 40 is what the FPI had it right now. Yeah, that. all right, well, let's continue to debate and discuss that then. Are they paying too high a price for a wide receiver that's really fallen out of favor in Pittsburgh? I still like the player. I think there's a lot of potential there with Chase Claypool. 312-332-3776. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of your Bears thoughts. Cross-talk in an hour with Waddle and Sylvie. We're all live here at Dave & Buster's in Vernon Hills. We're your future home of the Chicago Bears. It's ESPN Chicago.